For 2021, we're starting our show with this new disclaimer. COVID is real. Vaccines save lives. Western medicine is the best for treating acute diseases and emergencies. If you have a medical ailment, your first call should always be to your doctor. While holistic medicine is great for a lot of things, meditation does not fix everything. We also want to remind everyone that black lives fucking matter. Trans lives fucking matter. Marijuana legalization should be accompanied by dropping past possession charges and convictions. Human trafficking is real. Systematic racism is real. White privilege is real. Holocaust deniers still exist. Neo-Nazis still exist. Whataboutism and both sides' rhetoric only serves fascism. Disinformation is dangerous. Many platforms and media outlets will attempt to expose you to far-right ideas by slowly pulling you in. It is everybody's responsibility to learn the dog whistles and rhetorical tactics and to call them out when encountered. The events of January 6, 2021 were a QAnon-inspired fascist coup attempt, and we will not be silent until there are consequences. If you have any problems with this, feel free to turn the show off now. Having said that, let's get back to weird stuff and weed. Your Brain on Weird is recorded in private homes in a state where marijuana is recreationally legal. This show's content is intended for adult audiences only. Welcome back to your brain on weird. My name is Sam. My pronouns are they, them. And I'm Jess. My pronouns are she, her. And this is a show about the wacky, weird, fun world of ghosts and cryptids and the paranormal and anything else that might fall under the occult category. And also weed. We also talk about weed. Yes. Yes. Indeed. This week's episode is a little bit different. In the past... Eight months or so, uh, we've been really fortunate to have met a lot of really fascinating people in the paranormal occult community, and one of them happens to be an absolute legend, and his name is Tim Banal. Tim Banal! Tim is the host of a paranormal podcast called Banal of America, which basically was one of the first radio shows of its kind to interview people about weird stuff. And we met him through Twitter, as we do with basically everyone, mm-hmm. and somehow convinced him to get on a Zoom call with us and talk with us for an hour. It was a lot of fun. We talked conspiracy, what it's like to be a radio show host, a podcaster, whatever. Um, we talked about COVID. We talked about weed, obviously. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing still doesn't really seem completely real to me. So <laughs> it was really exciting. Yeah, it was really fucking wild, and it was a really good time. So uh, thanks again, Tim, for coming on to our show. And uh, we hope that you guys enjoy listening to this as much as we enjoyed recording it. See you on the other side. Sick. So we are now recording. We can stop shit-talking people now, you if go. you want. <laughs> I may slip into it as we go along, you never know. Okay. Before we... Uh, let you take the floor. Do you want to just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? All right. Uh, well, yeah, well, I'll give you the thanks for having me on the show, of course. And um, thank you for coming on. Thank you. So I'll give you the basics. So like, I graduated from Syracuse University in 2001. 
Um, and I got out of school and my father, my late dad, God rest his soul, he uh, sat me down and he said, here's uh, how much you owe for college and here's the want ads. So go get a job and now you can pay for it. Uh, so I ended up getting a job as an overnight janitor at my old high school, which was really kind of a weird mind trip. Uh, while I was working there on the overnights, I discovered Coast to Coast AM and it like reignited this interest I had in the paranormal as a kid. And I got really, really into it. And I was luck lucky enough to be able to listen to it every night because um, I was working overnights and spent like two years or so just listening to this all the time, learning who all these people were, learning who what all these theories are. You know, it's a fantastic show. I'm not just saying that because I work for them, but if you want to learn about the field, like you can spend, all, you can learn about all the different stuff, which is kind of how I pattern my show, which is essentially what happened. I listened to the show. I was like, I have a lot of questions for these folks. Um, and I don't want to, you know, I'm at work. I don't want to call in. I don't want to be on hold the whole time. So I'm going to see, and this was like 2003. This is before there were anything, there were podcasts or anything. So I was a subscriber to like this wrestling website. And they had this thing where you could go on and they had audio updates and you would download them. This was all like way before podcasting. So you would just download. They weren't called podcasters. It's called audio files. So I'm like, well, why don't I do that? Why don't I call people? You know, who have been on coast to coast, like these UFO people and, and all these people in the paranormal. I'll record the calls and then I'll put them on the internet. And so that's what I did. I started doing. So the show was called BOA Audio, but all of America Audio was my site's up in all of America. And I started asking, you know, I just started, I just interviewed like everybody. It was crazy because back then it, there weren't any shows. So there were only like radio shows and a handful of podcasts. So, so then like anybody would come on and do the show. It was crazy. Like I, I've, I've interviewed like some real, like really prominent people that I can't believe, uh, you know, he's controversial. Uh, he's always been controversial, but like David Icke, like how the fuck did I interview David, David Icke? This is crazy. Like that was like 15 years ago. So I barely even remember. I didn't know that, you know, how it happened. Yeah. But it was just like, cause it was like, let's just try and get whoever we can. Let's just see. Let's, uh, you know, like Travis Walton, Jacques Vallée, um, you know, Stan Freeman was on the show constantly. Uh, I love Stan, God rest his soul. And um, Lauren Coleman, like any, I'm like, let's, you know, the bigger name, the better. Let's just try and get everybody we can. So, so yeah, so I've just been doing that for like 15 years. And um, then Coast to Coast brought me in to do fill-in work for their website. And um, eventually uh, they were like, well, we're this overnight show with this overnight presence online, but uh, we're like not doing anything in the daytime. We kind of put our heads together and it was like, why don't I do stuff and write for you guys. So I write uh, news articles for Coast to Coast AM. I'm their news editor. And and I, I part of the sort of the tell us long bio in a way, because it's like for the people who are listening, I mean, you guys don't need to hear this because you're you're in the in the field, I guess you could say now you're you know, you're off the other side of the curtain, I guess you could say or whatever. Um, That's true. It's weird. But like but what I true. always tell people is like anybody can do this. Anybody can get involved. And through this overnight, uh, through this this news editor job, now I, I appear on Coast to Coast every other Friday night. So it's like I went from being an overnight janitor who listened to Coast to Coast to like 15 years later. Now I'm on the show every other week. It's like anyone can do this. Anyone can be a part of this. And really, the sky's the limit. I always get really upset when people are like, oh, the gatekeepers are holding me down. And, and like, oh, they, they don't want to let me make it in this field. It's like, get get out of here, dude. This not. It's not, I, I've never found that to be the case at all. I think if anyone, if you go to these so-called gatekeepers and you're like, hey, I want to know, you know, I want to, if you're earnest and honest, then they're, they're, you know, everybody's opened their arms to me over the years. So 
But I think if you come up to her, if you kind of come up to the proverbial gate and you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to overthrow her. They're going to change everything. I'm going to, I'm going to upend the system. It's like, well, what do you expect? Nobody wants to deal with that kind of, that kind of stuff. From starting, you just showed up. It's like, you just <laughs> yeah, got here, yeah. dude. Like, what do you mean you want to upend the system? <laughs> That's my, my advice to anybody. You can do this. If you're listening to this right now, if you're listening to your brain all weird and you're like, I wanted a show, you just start one. Just do it. Anyone can do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been doing, so what I do with Coast to Coast, so it's also keeping up with Banal of America. So now we've been doing it for like, I kind of do it sporadically now. It's way more of a hobby than it used to be. I used to like churn it out week after week after week, uh, like back in the day. But for the last like three, four years, I've kind of, uh, you know, dialed it back quite a bit where I maybe, depending on how I feel, I might do, you know, a dozen episodes in a year or something, or I might do two dozen. Last year, we did a whole bunch. We did a whole series on the coronavirus and everything. So just. It's kind of like when I feel like doing a show, I'm going to do a show. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of my background. That's that's who I am, where I come from. That's uh, how I got to be where I am today. So. Nice. Cool. That's very cool. Yeah, that is really cool. And uh, I I like that you I like that you kind of like turned that into a way to like relate to us because I mean we're not like we don't know what we're doing. I mean we picked the, we pick we picked this up because we were in the middle of COVID, we both lost our jobs, and we didn't have anything to do. And we both, you know, discovered that this was what we liked doing. And we haven't really, the only thing that's gotten in our way has been us getting overwhelmed. And yeah, like, I think that we also we sometimes forget that we do have the freedom to take a break whenever we want to. And I mean, after this, after we're done recording this, we're going to be ahead a week. So we're going to be able to take a week off, which we have really never done. Yeah. Um, and I mean, everybody can do it. And you always like imagine that like there's these roadblocks in the way and they like don't really exist unless you put them there. So, yeah, it's, that's cool. I joke with people like uh, you guys might recognize this feeling like was at first you do it and you're like, whoa, people like this and they want me to do more of them. And then like, after a little while, it's like, oh, fuck, these people really like it and they want me to do more of them. <laughs> so like, you get kind of like, oh, shit. You know, <laughs> then, they, then they start, it's like, oh, this is fun. And then they're like, where's the new episode? How can we haven't put it up yet? And, you know, when are you going to, it's like, oh, shit. What have the I first got time, The first time something was late and somebody sent us a message saying, Where's the episode? It's not coming up on Spotify. And I'm like, oh, crap, somebody noticed. <laughs> right, right. So it's a, yeah, it's a cool feeling. Like, at first you're like, is anyone even going to listen to this? And then all of a sudden it's like, shit, a bunch of people are listening to this. And now, now like, <laughs> what, what, what if I fucking say the wrong thing? Yeah. What if I, what if I, you know, you get all nervous. So it's like. And then we get to have people like Tim Banal on our show, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, since this is a podcast about weird stuff and weed, I am required to ask you. What have you been smoking recently? Uh, I just got a bag of train wreck from my guy, as you could say. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, well, Sage, you're Sam, you're in Massachusetts too, right? We all yeah, are. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you guys know it's like uh, it's legal here. So it's the same as drinking beer. So it's really weird. I was thinking about this, actually thinking about coming on the show and everything, because like, I think you guys are fairly young. So to me, it's like kind of a mind blower. I'm like, I just turned 42 like a couple days ago. So. It's like a mind blower to me because I was thinking about it. It's like when I first started doing the show, I would kind of like just not really mention that I smoked weed or anything. Because back then, even like around the turn of the century, it was still kind of like this taboo thing. And it's really crazy how un, how mainstream it is now. And I remember when I was a kid, I don't know if you guys know that 70s show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember when it first came on the air, the big controversy was like that they... Um, that they Sat were around in a room smoking and smoked weed. 
Yeah, so when you watch the show, that's why it just like goes around the circle and you just see the smoke and you're just sort of supposed to figure out that they're getting stoned. That was like a huge deal. That was like a wicked big deal. They were like, oh, no, this is like, oh, what are they going to do? They can't do this. They can't show that on TV. And it's like, oh, my God. So, yeah, now times are so different. And oh, people think man. we have it great up here, but I don't know about where you guys live. Maybe it's better, but there's no – I can't get – there's no dispensary even remotely – you know, it's still a huge pain in the ass to go buy it, at least yeah. for me. Like the closest to Salem, and that's like an hour or so away. And, you know, you got to go into Salem and, you know, that's an adventure. So I don't have that problem. We, um, my town currently has five dispensaries. Holy and shit. one more is in the process of being built. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I guess they make a ton of money off yeah. of it, right? Well, the town automatically adds a six percent local tax that goes straight to um straight to the like the police and another thing was like some infrastructure but like those are like the two things and it's just like six percent on top of whatever you're paying for state taxes which i don't know what it is it's it's something ridiculous it's It's pretty steep we have three Within a half an hour from us. Oh, wow. Yeah. But it's like the same thing where we don't really, I mean, we get most of our stuff gifted. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, so like. You buy the bag and it comes in the bag. It's just something that got left behind in the bag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, you, but you go and you like, you put in your order and you're doing the math as you're putting in your order and then you get to the bottom and there's like $30 in tax and it makes you just want to like. You, you, like, panic. You want to, like, back out of the screen and be like, no, right. I don't want to pay for this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're getting, like, some of the fun shit, the novelties, those are pretty cool. You know, that's what makes the being moon able rocks. to buy it at the store. Moon cool. rocks. Yeah, we, we spent $80 on moon rocks a couple of weeks right, ago. Just what they call flour, which is like, who the fuck calls it flour? I've, no, I've never heard of this called flour <laughs> before in my life. It's, well, then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, flour? And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? It's just weed, man. It's just fucking it's weed. Bud, like, that's maybe. all it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or like grass or, you know. That's it. Like, I've never heard it. I've never heard it called flower at all, like, by the time growing up. It feels like something that came from California. That feels like a California thing. Like, it probably got popular there where it was super legal and it got over here. It's like, oh, man, we call it flower. It's like, no, no we don't. Since when? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I'm smoking train wreck right now. I smoke before we got, came on the air. Nice. It's good. I'm not like a super connoisseur too much. So, you know, as long as it works. That's yes. fair. Yep. We're. Pretty much in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah. I did get a whole ounce of shake, though, that I'm going to be making edibles with this week, and I'm very excited. Oh, yeah. nice. That is exciting. Yeah, like, I don't even have any choice over what I get, so I just get it, you know, and then it says on the bag, and then I go on fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Leafly? Leafly! I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, so this will make me uh, fucking really attentive for two hours, and then I'll want to crash out. All right, sounds good. I guess that's how I'm going to be for the next two weeks. <laughs> True. Then I get the next bag and it's like, oh shit, this is going to make me sleepy all the time. So I better, you know, adjust my, just how I, how I yes. use this. Pot. It's a whole new world, man. It's great. It's a lot less stressful. I mean, yeah. that's really the, yeah. it's crazy as it sounds. My guy, you went behind time, he like showed up in the driveway, just hands me, you know, it's all that. You don't have to ever worry about like how it used to be where it's like, oh shit, what am I, 
you know, oh no. Like some lady was like walking by and I'm like, oh shit. He's like, dude, don't even worry about it. It's like, what are you worried about? And I'm like, you're allowed to have like a decent amount on you. So you're right. I can just own this. This is great. It's so cool. I feel bad for the people who haven't felt this luxury yet. Yeah, I know. I know people like from down south who were like, we're still kind of serious in some places and they're like, don't even, (laughs) don't even bring that shit down here or like, don't, you know, anything like that. The entire Midwest. Yeah, yeah. True. That is so sad. Yeah, it's a bummer. All right, well, <laughs> Tim, do you want to tell us some weird stuff? Well, what I've been doing lately is, uh, again, I don't really used to do a lot of presentations, but then my friend in Canada, Paul Kimball, asked me to do one uh, like two years ago. And then I was like, well, what am I going to talk about? And I was like, well, what isn't anyone really talking about with this work at Coast to Coast? It's kind of dated now, which I get into in a bit. But um, it was like, oh, what do people really like? Like, what's really popping that's interesting, that's weird? Like, what would people be surprised is so popular? It's like, the flat earth theory. The flat earth theory is, like, super popular. Like, why is this so popular? Then I, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's like, why are people into this flat earth? So, I just got really into trying to find out, like, where this came from. Because it's like, this so, it's like a cliche. It's like, oh, you're a flat earther and everything. It's like, what? where the hell did that even come from? How long have people been saying this? Like, why, you know, why is this a thing and why is it so popular now? So I really got into those questions. Uh, I'm not a flat earther, of course, folks. I'm not, I'm, I'm not even here to tell you like how it works uh, or why it doesn't work. I really don't get into that. I just, I just know the earth's not flat. So I don't need to deal with, with that. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. They, I don't know even like kids, I guess, like who, like Santa Claus is real or something like that. It's like, we don't need to get into why Santa's not real or, <laughs> oh no, if there's any children watching, don't. Don't listen. We've been talking about drugs and shit, so I think we're all right. So, so. <laughs> no, that's why we actually asked you. We wanted you to talk about it because we. I feel we have a very biased view of it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my view is ever changing because I've gotten into the weeds with the flat earthers and gotten to know them, and now gotten to know them more, and then my opinions change. So, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, they, it started, I'll give you a super short uh, recap. So it started like in the 18, I want to say like 1840s or 50s in England. Uh, I'm not going to get, I don't have my notes in front of me, so I don't have the dates right exactly. But essentially as science was kind of codifying, as science was becoming this thing, there was all this unrest among religious people uh, who were worried about like science uh, usurping religion as sort of the, I guess you could say like the religion of the masses or whatever, science versus religion, that whole thing. And also uh, the sort of, ma- not, not Masons like the secret societies, but like tradesmen, skilled people who had like really uh, secret knowledge of the time, like math and that kind of thing, building things and that sort of thing that was coming together. And, they, and that was getting more exposed too. So they were kind of concerned about science uh, taking the magic away from what they know how to do. So these two groups, there was a lot of turmoil. So this guy, essentially this, this con artist really, he came up with this idea that the, that the earth was flat from uh, his claim was that like he saw a boat going down a river, like a flat river and it didn't curve. And, and it's called the Bedford level experiment. It's like this famous thing where supposedly this proved to him that the earth was flat. So he became like essentially like what you see today, like a UFO guy or a Bigfoot person or a ghost. He was like a paranormal conspiracy theorist who traveled like town to town in England in the 1800s and told people that the earth was flat. And because they didn't, back then, they didn't know. Like, here's the thing, right, about the trickery of the flat earth theory. Like, 
if I like pressed you guys, and this is the same for me too, but maybe not so much because I've, I've I know about this trick or whatever. But it's like if I pressed you guys, like, all right, prove to me that the Earth is is round. It's like even now today, us. It's like I really don't have like it's complicated. We you know we could show you pictures and shit now, but back then even it was like this average like villager in England, they can't explain why the earth is round they just that's just how it is so his whole argument was like no science is wrong they made a mistake and and this is why these are the reasons why it's it's flat so scientists and stuff they kind of got wind of it and um and it and this began i guess you could say what i see is like a generational thing where like all of a sudden the media started covering this guy and they're like is the earth flat What, what what the hell is this all about like this guy says the earth is flat and, and he's drawing huge crowds because he was, like, really popular. So then the scientists would come out and they would, like, rebut this thing. And he and it would, like, raise more awareness of this guy's story. And then he would go around even more. More people wanted to see him until sort of it just kind of – he passed the torch to another guy who was uh, – I don't have his nail on He passed the torch to, like, his underling picked up this thing. That guy is kind of the really – if this dude invented Flat Earth, his follower – I wish I should have put all these suits out of when I did this. His follower was like uh, a super religious. He's like the archetype of like what you see as a flat earther today. Like this militant, angry, like like you're all fucking wrong and you're all trying to hoodwink us. Um, you know, the first guy was like, hey, what, what about the flat? Like, let me tell you about this thing that maybe the earth is really flat. And so he's kind of friendly and likable and and sort of like uh, like smooth and suave and and, and uh, like even the people who even the scientists who were like oh you asshole stop telling people the earth is flat they liked him they kind of liked him they're like hey he's a you know he's a character he's a he's a likable guy uh, the second guy was like just a dick and god damn it yeah yeah so <laughs> so that kind of fired up the scientists even more and it it became a thing and. Um, that sort of like that was like the first generation. Then these two dudes died. This went on for like forty years. Then these two dudes died, like at the, at the late eighteen hundreds. Um, and then a lady like picked a lady picked it up. She kind of kept it going, but it was never quite as big. It was just kind of like this lingering thing. And uh, it came over to America for a while. And the uh, it was always sort of in America. The guy from England sort of exported it to America, but it was never quite as big uh, here as it was in England. And then uh, I'll sort of skip sort of the, the littler aspects of this. But eventually, like, then it really burst up again. This is, like, the weird part. So, as I said, it's, like, cyclical. So, like, it, it bubbles up under the surface. It comes up. The media hears about it. And then all this all hell breaks loose. That happened again in the 1950s um, with a guy named William Shenton. Samuel Shenton, actually. And uh, so he... Now, this was like a whole different thing, because back then in the 1800s, it was like just newspapers and stuff like that and pamphlets. Um, <laughs> and now in the 50s, you got like radio and TV. So he's all over the radio and TV doing the same exact thing, all the same evidence. He found this guy from the 1800s stuff and just re brought it up to the 1950s and just presented it all over again. And he was like, the earth is flat and here's why. I like this story. So he claims this is he claimed this is how he figured out that the earth was flat. So he he was like, well, if the earth is round. I just came up with the greatest. I, this is perfect for like a stoner show. He's like, this is how I just came up with the greatest invention ever of all mankind. So we're going to make a blimp and we're going to put the blimp up in the air and then the earth will rotate and then we'll bring the blimp down and that'll be like a new form of travel that 
you know, that'll be better than anything. It'll be better than the airplane. It'll be like cheaper and all, we just got to raise up a blimp and let, let nature do its thing and the earth will rotate and then we'll bring the blimp back down. That doesn't seem very efficient, but okay. Well, it was the 1950s, so who knows, yeah. right? <laughs> Holy so, shit, that's incredible. Yeah. And at first, like, I didn't really, I kind of, I kind of had to fucking put the pieces together on this myself. Cause I'm like, why doesn't that work? And I guess the atmosphere also rotates. So that's, I presume that's why it wouldn't work. Cause otherwise it does seem like it's kind of like, that should kind of work. I don't know why, but so he's like, oh, okay. Well, like, that might, the reason why that is, is probably cause the earth is flat. <laughs> like he just went to that. That was the next conclusion. So he found all this dude from the 1800s stuff. He found like the, the OG flat earthers. And he brought it up to uh, the 50s. He was all over the media because at the time, space was like the thing. So anything that had to do with space, people wanted to hear about because uh, it was like the space race and everything. So he was sort of like the weird, like, curiosity guy that you bring on. Like, here's, you know, we're going to have a scientist talking about the moon, what the moon might be like and how they're going to get to the moon and, and like, what, what are satellites and how do satellites work. And you, here's something really weird. This guy says that the earth is flat. So, you know, maybe, you know, so that was kind of his thing. <laughs> so this is, he got, he got completely like, like, well, I, I don't want to say like, he didn't get fucked. He just got fucked by the turn of events. Cause like, essentially he's out there being like, no, the earth is flat. The earth is flat. And it's like slowly, but surely they're sending more shit off the earth to show that the earth and you can, and then looking back at the earth and they're like, no dude, it's round. Like, look at, here's a picture. <laughs> of the round earth and that's where like before it was like oh no 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 science just made some mistakes and it turns like scientists just made some mistakes then this is when the 1950s this is when it became uh no this is a now it's a grand conspiracy now they they they're, they they're covering up that the earth is is flat and, mm -hmm. and in some like in some people's minds that they're like this is this is how good we are this is this is how right we are that they have to do this they have to go to these links to try and undermine uh, and cover up the truth of the flat earth. So essentially, again, uh, the idea with this flat earth thing is like everything that's old is new again, right? So like once people kind of heard about the flat earth, everybody had an opinion about it. And it just kind of, uh, by the time they had these pictures of the earth, it was, it really died out pretty bad. Then it got picked up again by an American guy in the 1980s, 70s, 80s, um, it wasn't quite as prominent. He was more like on the fringe. Uh, you know, that was kind of like, that was more of a down period, even though he, he had a lot of subscribers. But he sent like a newsletter and it was just kind of like not as big a thing. And I guess you could say the real biggest one that came along was now this most recent one, uh, this most recent wave that started like a couple of years ago uh, with the internet and people on the internet and guys like Mark Sargent and the contemporary flat earthers and, uh, and like how celebrities like picked up on it, like uh, the rapper. I always get the is it either Bob or Bob? Bob. Uh, or Bob. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bob. So. Wow, that would be amazing if it I was Bob. I love him. He's he, well. He Bob. was a very good rapper before he came out as a flat earther. But what a right. way! What a way to be remembered. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but he he actually like I credit him with like kicking off the whole like contemporary like the mainstream because what happened was it's all, as with all the other times it was like. You know, on the internet, people were talking about the flat earth. It was getting more and more popular, but no one had. It's kind of like this QAnon thing, where now all of a sudden you watch the news because we're like hooked up to this shit. So we we've been seeing this for like the last three or four years, or two or three or whatever. But now you, I turn on the news like tonight on CNN, they're like QAnon. What is it? 
And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, oh, wait a minute. Man. You're just doing like this now. You're just trying to educate people about this now. So that's, this is like the flat earth thing. So then all of a sudden people are like, whoa, people think the earth is flat? What's that all about? And that's kind of what got, that's about when the two things met. Me being, what, where's this coming from? And the whole 550 year old uh, conspiracy theory. Oh yeah. And I learned all about that. And then, then because I'm fucking crazy, I'm like, well, I need to go meet these flat earthers. So I went Naturally. to Dallas, Texas, yeah, to the International Flat Earth Conference and hung out with the flat earthers and did like embedded myself essentially. Because um, like you guys, you already kind of know me and shit. I think um, you know me anyway from online stuff. It's like I, I try to keep it real. And so I'm not like going to fuck anybody over. And so like they, they respected that and appreciated it. We kind of came to a tentative thing where it's like, look, I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to talk to you guys about like why I'm right and you're wrong or why you're right and I'm wrong. And let, let's just move on from that. I want to know like why you're into this, how much time you've invested into this, like how into this are you? And, and just kind of watch this all unfold as I, you know, as like a fly in the wall. And, um, and so that was quite the experience. And most of them are really good people. I was surprised by that. I mean, there's bad apples in every group. And I there's some guy did a video like he was there too. And like, look, at, I, I, I can't speak for all the flat earthers. And I, I, I had conversations with a lot of them. Nobody said anything fucking offensive to me. So I'll say that. But this guy like found the one dude who somehow ties it all into the Jews. And it was like, why are you like, like, I, oh, I, no. Yeah. And it's like, of course. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, obviously that's fucking wrong. And like, just sit like uh, even just talking about it makes me super uncomfortable. It's like, like, ah, oh, dude, you dick. But I mean, look, and I was like, <laughs> I was like at UFO conferences and like, two, I was at a UFO conference in 2003 and like had the same exact experience. Like everybody yeah. was super nice. Then this one dude just starts dropping this anti-Semitic shit. And it's like, whoa whoa bro like i thought we ufos right are we here for the ufos like what are you like what the fuck are you doing like what's your like get out of here every man. time i thought we just came here to like <laughs> to be just confused about everything <laughs> right right so yeah yeah so that was so wow. I, I feel like the need to say that because like the flat earthers now they get lumped in with a lot of these like militant shit that you're seeing now and it's like the people I met were just like super, it's not, they're wrong. They're like just misguided. That's the word I try to use about them. They're just misguided. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like they seem like they really, you know, and the thing that I was saying before, like my feelings about them have evolved in a lot of ways because like back in no, last November, not 2020, November, 2019, like they were just kind of like happy-go-lucky misguided people that believe the earth was flat. A lot of them are like super, super religious and it's really hard to like hate on someone that's like religious in a way. Like, I mean, obviously like those crazy, whoever those, the people with the signs and shit, the bat, whatever that, you know what I'm talking about? That crazy church yeah. that goes to like, Oh, Westboro Baptist yeah, church. Yeah. 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 Fuck Westboro Baptist You can beat on those people, but it's like the people that are like just earnest religious, like, like labor this way, dude, like at, in Dallas, I met like these like little old ladies that were like just little old church ladies who just believe that the earth is flat because it's because it's in the Bible, they say. And it's like, I can't hate on this little old lady. She's harmless. She's just misguided. She's just misguided. She like really wants to believe this. So that was kind of my takeaway from it. Then things changed 
like uh, with like everything changed like last March because then everyone was like, uh, <laughs> this is like so weird too. Um, everybody got fucked because of this virus and everybody was like stuck home. And through the visit to Dallas, I became friends with a lot of these people on Facebook. I'm not friends with them. Like, I don't, I don't think I've talked to, I think I talked to one of them on the phone like a couple weeks after the conference, but I haven't talked to anybody since then. Uh, I just watched them, still watching them. And they like, they, they really became like, uh, they became pandemic people. And across yeah. the board, like the whole flat earth thing has shifted to, to, uh, to virus conspiracy theory. Like they still think the earth is flat, but they are, they've like moved on from that. And now they're all about, uh, you know, all, all the anti-vax. Uh, this is all fake. Um, you know, all, all the anti, all the conspiracy vaccine stuff that you, that you see, uh, uh, virus conspiracy stuff. So that's kind of when I went like, oh, no, dude, like, no, no, don't, don't, like, just stay in flat earth. Like, don't stay, just stay there. Don't get into this other shit, you know, but they did. Yeah, I know. So I think my theory, and it, it will see if it plays out over the next few years, but I've already kind of seen it, is like that I think that like we're on the down crest of this thing for the flat earth. I think I think the flat earth community lost a lot of people to the no, they didn't lose them to the pandemic like, you know, like in the sad way. They lost them to the pandemic where they all went and became conspiracy theorists about that. Yeah. And then other ones got wrapped up in QAnon and shit like that. Cause it's like once you you can't go very far with this flat earth thing after a while. It's just like how much more, it's not like UFOs and Bigfoot and ghosts. We can like go and try and find evidence of these things. It's like this, you're on the fucking earth. There's only so many ways you can try and prove the earth is flat or not. And eventually it just, you kind of run out of steam. That's kind of my, my take on it. And it's hard. You can't get any more new convert converts because every, once everybody hears about the flat earth theory, they're either in or they're out. You know, you kind of, you know, it's not really. So essentially the, the die has been cast to the public. They've, they've been told about this flat earth theory. Now they've weighed in and they didn't, you know, 99% of the people like are sticking with round earth. Um, but now they're informed about it. So you're going to have to wait another generation to try to, for it to become big again, because people will not have heard about it before. And, and so, and now people have kind of just moved on. So I think we're at the, we're at the, at the, at the ebb or whatever of the, of the flat earth theory. And um, it'll still hang around. It'll be around forever. Um, but I think the, what would kill it, I think, is if we can eventually get off the Earth, like, on a regular basis. You know, like, if, if commercial space travel happens, and once you, like, once, this could be like, I don't know, you guys are pretty young, maybe you'll get into space. I'm not going to ever get into space. So, I've, I've, I've come to grips with that. So, so, we'll so see. you guys might, I, there's no way, dude, unfortunately, they won't even, they wouldn't even let me. I would, I would have to sign, like, 800 waivers. They'd be like, dude, you can't smoke in space. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, man, that's yeah. a deal breaker for me, though. I would yeah, be like, I'm like, oh, that's, that's all right. right. Yeah. But once they can, once they're kind of like going back and forth and people can fly out like people fly in planes, then I think maybe it'll be almost impossible for the flat earth thing to exist. But until that, I, it'll it'll come back like in a few years uh, in a big way, but like maybe like another 10 or 15 years. That's That's my theory. It'll still be around and still have like these quirky... The people into the flat earth are like really quirky people. So they they tend to pop up in the news by doing really quirky, weird shit, you know, which is kind of why I really like them a lot. B.O.B. made that song with Haley Williams yeah. called Airplanes. Oh, no, really? man, I remember yeah. when that tweet went like 
viral, I guess. Yeah. That was yeah. wild. And I was like, this isn't real. Like, no one thinks this is real, right? Yeah, that was like, that's what got people all, like, interested. In, where it's like, wait, people think the Earth is yeah. flat? And I, you know, and I've, I've been around long enough to remember, like, that there was a thing, like, because this Flat Earth Society, it's like a figure of speech. So it's like, oh, you're like, you're like the Flat Earth Society if you believe something uh, that's crazy. And it was like, is there really a Flat Earth Society? And then I got more reading into it. And I'm like, oh, shit, there was a Flat Earth. There is, you know, it's <laughs> it's a real thing. It's been around for like 150 years. It's like older than any conspiracy, almost any conspiracy theory. It's like one of the oldest ones out there. So yeah. that's wild. Crazy that, that it's still around all this time. It's such a bad conspiracy theory. Like it's been disproven so <laughs> easily. My favorite is like if you lie on a flat surface and you watch the sunset and you lie on your belly and watch the sunset. And once it goes down under the ground, then you stand up and you can watch it come down like a second time. It kind of there's a delay from the distance of where you're standing. That's how you know the Earth is round. It's like that simple. That's that's like. You know, there's no other way to explain it otherwise. Wow. Uh, it's like yeah, if so your weird. head's right at ground level and the sun goes down and you stand up, you're standing under like five feet and, you, and it'll still be like, it won't have gone all the way down yet. I had not it's, thought of that yeah, one. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty, pretty simple. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> so an interesting community of people uh, running away. They like to party a lot. Uh, that checks you know. out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But the... F- they weren't like super political or anything like that. And the funny fucking the funny funny part was like they thought I was crazy because I like UFOs and shit. So they thought I was they thought I was like, What get out of you're crazy and all this other shit. So it's like And you're like, Yeah, man, yeah, I'm crazy. Yeah. yeah sure. It kind of puts <laughs> things in perspective when like if you're like just some TV reporter and you're going to cover them and shit, and they're not, they hate you because you're, <laughs> they hate you because you're covering it up. But with me, they almost took pity on me. They're like, oh, you poor soul. Oh, you and your Bigfoot. Okay, buddy. All right. <laughs> just sit in the back and learn about the flat earth. All right. We'll get you, we'll get you right by the end of the weekend. Don't worry. That was kind of their attitude. And I'm like, all right, I can work with this. That's actually pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the other thing that I noticed that, like, really was fucking crazy was, like, uh, so I was there watching these Flat Earthers, and I'm, like, just posting pictures to Twitter, shit, not even, like, oh, hey, isn't this awesome? Just, like, here's a picture of the hall for the International Flat Earth Drummers. Just that. It's, like, as straight as you could possibly put it. And all of a sudden, I'm, like, <clears throat> I didn't even think I put a hashtag on it, but, like, within, like, five or ten minutes, I just started getting bombarded with, like, people who were, like, super pissed and, and just, like, saying awful shit, awful shit to me. Like, just, like, f- like you know, this, that, and the other thing. We don't need to even say it, but it's, like, uh, I've already, yeah, I've sworn it up anyway, right? But, uh, but yeah, just, like, all this, like, go to hell, you're an idiot, these people are all stupid, they should all die. Just, like, just really, really, like... And it went on for, like, weeks, months. It went on, like, there would be, like, times, like, six months later where I'd get a notification on Twitter and it'd be, like, someone somehow stumbled upon this exchange and was like, fuck you, Flat Earthers! And it's like, what the fuck is going... Like, why do people get so angry about this? Jesus! So I kind of understood. They have a really... They have a really weird persecution complex that's justified, in a sense, because, like, people really shit all over them like and get really angry and like like there's just a lot of vitriol aimed at them where it's like they're mostly harmless dude you know i thought so i thought they were mostly harmless a lot of them now are like now now are like really mean 
Like, oh, um, you're an idiot for wearing a mask. It's like, all right. Yeah, so how how does that, like, I mean, I obviously I know, like, people who believe in one conspiracy will definitely, like, tend to believe in additional conspiracies. But, like, why why do the Flat Earth people believe in the pandemic thing? Like, why is that something they subscribe to? I think because they, they're already willing to believe something super crazy. So yeah. they're already kind of adept at that. And they come from... What's interesting is it's like diff- like hard for me to wrap my head around in a way because uh, I, I kind of like joked about how I'm old already like twice, but it's like because I I don't really I, I don't like use YouTube like other people use like young people use YouTube, so like they use it they, like that's their TV. Oh yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. And other people like of all ages like once you kind of get into the habit, it's like Netflix. I don't really use Netflix that much. I know people that just watch only Netflix. I just watch old school TV. So, but like the people who then get into their version of TV is YouTube. Um, they're exposed to all kinds of crazy shit. And, oh, yeah. and if they're yeah. already in the, in the flat earth community, there's like, just, it's just like melds into like QAnon and, uh, and, and vaccine and pandemic shit, you know, it just leads into it. YouTube is like an echo chamber. I mean, yeah. it, it, it does that thing where it suggests videos that are similar to what you're already watching. So if you're already watching one video that's related to some conspiracy, I can understand after maybe four or five videos later, you're watching a completely different thing. They did a they did like an informal survey at the one at the conference before I went to, and they like interviewed like a hundred people, and like ninety nine of the people got into flat Earth from YouTube, and the one that didn't got into it through his daughter's boyfriend who got into it through YouTube. So it's like that pervasive that's how much these people get into you so i think like a lot of it is because a lot of people went crazy last year um as we all know like people i know people that went crazy like that i went to high school with and stuff um i think because they were just like people were like locked down they're really scared and really confused and really trying to figure out what the hell was going on and they had all this free time on their hands and they got turned on to all this shit on youtube like i forget the name of the movie but the pandemic it was called pandemic yeah like that pandemic was like fucking everywhere. And people that I knew and shit were like, you got to watch this movie. See what's really going on with this. And it's like, oh, no, yeah. man, you went, you went over line. Yeah. Sam and I both know people that. Yeah. Yeah. I even. Yeah. I even knew there was this one girl. I only vaguely knew her from high school, but like she seemed like she had her head on straight. She like went all the way. She went like full QAnon. And it was like, whoa, dude, he like was doing save the children rallies and shit and had like the WWG W1 thing. So it's like, sorry, so you're really not like you're not really like stopping child. You're like stopping the make believe child trafficking. That's what you're doing. Yikes. Um, yeah. So I she actually disappeared from social media. And I was like, I got to find out what happened to this girl to Uh-oh. like after. No, this is so weird. So now. Now she says she's like a star being or something. Is this like a thing? Oh, star seed? Yes, yes. Oh, no, she's one of those people. So she went from like QAnon to a star seed. I don't know what I don't that even, is. What is that? I, I think it's like people that think that they're that they're fucking that they're aliens, that they're that they're like they they have a soul of an alien or something like that. It's a real yeah, thing. Yeah, it's one of those weird new age theories that, you know, we don't actually come from Earth. We come from space and I'm a star seed. You might not be a star seed, but I am. And they read yeah. a lot of like, yeah, they read into a lot of shit where they take like these like surveys where it's like, if you're if you're very creative, then you might be a star seed. And it's like, 
I, I've only looked into it a little bit, but I was as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh no. Interesting. Well, I guess it's better than being a QAnon person, but I guess. <laughs> it's still like, why do you need to believe crazy just shit? Believe in God like everyone else. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, or just I don't even know. <laughs> anything else. Literally anything, anything else. else. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like, why do you, I guess it's just like, why do you got to believe something that's like super crazy exotic? Like, or at least you can believe it. Like, but why does it have to be your life? Like, that's the, that's the thing that's kind of like, to me, where it gets like weird, where it's like, okay, the fact that I could, I immediately knew within like two minutes of seeing her Instagram that she was now a star seed because it fucking said star seed everywhere all over the mm-hmm. fucking thing. Hashtag star seed. You know, here's a couple pictures of me as a star seed, and it's like, like, yeah, I have. You have a tendency to go all in. I take it. That was kind of my my thing. Yeah, I guess so. You just don't go all in, everybody. Just kind of go like half it. Yeah, just half ass it. Do what I've always done. Exactly. It's especially weird coming from people who are into the stuff that, like, they are interested in the stuff that we're interested in. I mean, most of us, I feel like. Most people in our community, I almost want to say, have learned when it's it's time to take a few steps back. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And those people just have not figured that out. Yeah, well, they get into it and they get so overwhelmed and like, yeah, it's, I've been in this for like 20 years, so it's even worse like when I run into somebody that is new and it's like, I heard all this shit like five, like, like, like 15 years ago, dude, you know? Like the New York, New York post, every time they post something about like, oh, UFOs and the government, we're just like, okay, well. Yeah. Like a guy I went to high school with, he became a flat earther actually. Uh, I I lost touch with him, but he became, he eventually became a flat earther. It's interesting to watch the devolution of some people, but Uh. (laughs) I was at like a party and he like, he's like just getting into conspiracy theories. And I've been into it for like at that point like 10 years or something he like comes up to me all like confident and shit and he's like uh let me see if he like holds up this like he holds up like a dollar and he's like you see this you see this like this is just paper it's not actually of any value it's beginning he went into this whole explanation about like you know fiat currency and and how you know how the dollar like obviously we all like no one thinks about it but yeah of course everyone knows the dollar is just a piece of paper and it's like all a matter of like like psychological trust and there's nothing backing it. And, but he is like lecturing me about it. It's like, I know all this shit, dude. You're in for a wild ride. You just got started. You're going to, you know, like, I, I wish I'd known that way. I know now. I'm like, I don't want to tell you this, dude, but you're going to wind up a flat earther in like five years. I'm from the future. I can tell you. I know for a fact you're going to be a flat earther. This is bad. Take that dollar bill and get the hell out of here with that. Just put it away. Just stop now. Stop now. You're going to be a flat earther, dude. I'm telling you. It's funny because those people are like, are like, oh, like the government is watching us. It's like, ooh, the vaccine is going to make it to where the government can track us. And it's like, okay, man. Like, I think that most of us know that they're already doing that. And yeah, yeah. We've accepted it. Yeah. When I was growing up in this field, it was like, uh, now all these people say the same thing. It's like, I was, I said it right away, but it's like the big thing, you almost never, well, you do hear it now with the vaccine, but they're like, oh, they're going to microchip everybody. They're going to microchip everybody. That was like the big thing, like 20, 30 years ago. I'm like, dude, you have a phone now. They tricked you into microchipping yourself. Like you have a fucking phone. They're already tracking you. They can already listen to you. They don't need to put a microchip in you, dude. They are literally reading your tweet about the microchip and laughing at you. It's like they know everywhere you go. Yeah. They know all the information because you're share. They tricked you into sharing it with everybody. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're cool with that, then carry on. And it's like, I just adapt to this shit. 
you know, I'm going to get the vaccine. Of course, as soon as I can get it, I'm going to get it. It's like, I'm tired of worrying about this stupid fucking virus. And I think like, I think you're not going to be able to do anything unless you get the virus. Like you're not going to be able to fly on a plane probably. And I'm sure they're going to make that a rule like by the end of the summer. Once everybody, once the vaccine's readily available, they'll probably be like, okay, well you have no excuse not to have the vaccine. So now you have to have it to get on a plane. And I think it's going to be like, that's it. You don't have a choice. I hope so. I really hope I so. I hope so, too. Yeah. I want, like, obviously, some people are going to try to make excuses and exemptions, but, like, don't <laughs> yeah. fly then. Sorry. Like, sucks to suck. Yeah. It's like, again, like, we're all from Massachusetts, so I think we're a little more hardened to this virus than some of these other people. But it's like, I'm just used to this life we have now with the masks and everything else. It doesn't bother me. I'm not like, oh, fuck, fuck you. I don't want to wear a mask. And... It's just like you go to the store. I don't know about where you guys are, but it's like has on the thing. It's like no shoes, no shirt, no mask, no service. Yep. It's like, yep. all right. You know, I wonder. It's like, you know, I look at it. It's like, were people making this big deal about the shoes? Was everybody like, I ain't fucking, I ain't fucking, I'm going in barefoot, man. I don't give a fuck. What do you say? Some people do. Yes. There's a whole, there's a whole <laughs> movement. Yeah. There's a whole movement of people who believe that we need to be, as humans, we need to be barefoot all the time. Because something about it's our strongest connection to the earth, whatever, you know, all that fun it's stuff. It's actually yeah, yeah. really bad for you to go barefoot all the time because... You, that sounds very unsanitary. One, yes. Two, like, we've developed in such a way that, like, our our own feet can't support us anymore, man. Like, we're broken <laughs> in evolutionary terms, but, like, we do need shoes. Like, art yeah. support. Yeah, that makes but sense. But there are people who like you, you know, they'll walk into a comp- uh, business barefoot and they'll say, okay, you know, we can't serve you because you're not wearing shoes and they'll create a whole, you know, oh, wow. this is my religion, you know, you can't impede on my religion, this is my beliefs, like you're discriminating against me. And like, it's like, it's so weird how it's the same thing. I, Jeff and I went antiquing earlier today because we have a dining room table and we still don't have chairs. And... What is this thing with people feeling like people can't hear them through their mask? <laughs> yeah, everyone yells now. Everyone yells, or the moment they get a phone call, they pull down their mask and they pick up the phone. Yeah. Why? I have not experienced I've seen that. people do that so many times that. at oh, the grocery shit. store, where people get a phone call and they pull down their mask so that they can answer the phone. And wow. then they yell into their phone in the middle of the store. People, <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I haven't seen that, but I'm not surprised. People are just strange, man. But I mean, I don't know where you guys are. I know you're in Massachusetts, but up here, it's like no one. I don't. I've never. After like the first couple months of this thing, it became like commonplace to see a mask. Like I don't think I've. I've never seen anybody without a mask. It's nice. Yeah. So I'm glad I don't live in one of these places where it's like, but like it's like a choice. I think there's a, a few reasons why my area is like that. Rhode Island. People aren't taking this seriously in Rhode Island at all, which is why, like, oh, government, okay. Governor Baker was like, you're not allowed to go to Rhode Island. Like, if you go into Rhode Island and then come back into Massachusetts, you need to quarantine for 14 days. Oh, wow. You're not allowed to go to Rhode Island because they don't have any restrictions. And Fucking Rhode Island, man. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Geez. Cape Cod is also not doing great, which I actually just moved off of Cape Cod. Thank Satan. Because... Now, all of the people who visited Cape Cod for, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that, because, because oh, I have my vacation home and it'll be safer for me to go to Cape Cod instead of living in New York City, haha, and then they drive from New York City to Cape Cod with coronavirus and give it to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> Just, it's crazy. Bullshit, man. I, 
So I'll get the vaccine as soon as they'll let let me have it. Yeah. I barely leave the house, so I'm probably going to try and leave it for other people first. Yeah, I barely leave the house, too, so I'm already, like, way down on the list as it is. I think food service workers are included in the second wave, so hopefully I will be able to get it before May. So... As a smoker, I'm technically at the very bottom of the second wave. Yeah, I have one. I, I have. I'm, I'm proud to say I have one comorbidity, which is the smoking. As far as I know, <laughs> they're probably like, "Oh no, dude, you got like five of them." Shit, man, you gotta go to a doctor. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm actually at the bottom of the list. But I don't even know. It's so it's so complicated. It's like, just let me know when I can get on CBS and get it. That's just like all I want to know. Just when I just let me know yeah. when it's at CBS and I'll That's get on fair. and get it. Like this whole like like the DMV shit online. It's like a mess. Oh, trying to figure yes. out like sign up and where you're gonna go. It's like you, know, you gotta go to the Fenway Park. It's like what? And they make like, it all online too. Like why do they make it all online? Because people who don't have access to the internet, like what do you want these people to do? Like yeah, it's pretty. That's the thing that confuses me. It's pretty backwards when they're like, "All right, all you people who are 75 and over, you're gonna want to go online." It's like you didn't <laughs> think this through at all, did you, dude? Yeah, no. Like, they don't even know how to fucking do email. They don't even know how to turn the computer on, dude. They're not going to be able to fucking do that. But what I'm hoping is, like, be cool if you get the vi- if you get the uh, vaccine, then maybe there'll be, like, a little window of time where it's, like, super tre- cheap to travel and shit. Like, if I got the vaccine, let's say I just got it for some reason. I lucked out and I got it. I don't, unfortunately. But, you know, and then I was in the clear by, like, the end of February. It takes a while for it to work. You might, I might be sitting there, like, Oh shit! I can fly like anywhere in the country for like thirty bucks because 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 no one wants land. I'm not worried about getting the coronavirus because I'm vaccinated. This is awesome. So Jeff and I literally considered that <clears throat> when coronavirus first started and all the travel rates started to go down, we legitimately had a conversation where we sat down and we were like, we can do like a week vacation right now for like. 300 bucks yeah. for the two of us, all inclusive. Yeah. Like, do we really want to risk, risk our lives and our friends' lives so that we can go have a tropical vacation? And we were like, maybe? But yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely tempting. It was one of those oh, things. Yeah, so tempting. Like, this is so unfair. Because, yeah, it was kind of like... So uh, unfair. I remember, like, sitting there, like, one Friday night, just kind of got on. It's like, it's like, shit, if I went to the airport right now, I could fly to California for, like, fucking $75. It's like, what the fuck? This is such bullshit. Like, what the hell? This would be awesome. So, hey, get those vaccines yeah, out. Yeah, especially oh since it's God. been like single digits here and I'm fucking cold oh, all God. the fucking time. I just want to go somewhere warm for like yeah, a weekend. Little, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, now we're supposed to get a big storm on in like two days. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I got to go grocery shopping tomorrow. Oh. Me too. I also already have Tuesday off. So good. that's good. good. I kind of like it when we get a huge storm, but it's a big, huge pain in the ass. But like in the middle of it, it's kind of, I find it kind of fun. You know, they show on the news, all the crazy shit that's happening. And it's just kind of like, you're just kind of being bombarded by this blizzard. You can't really do anything. Yeah. You're pretty much stuck in the house. The worst part's like when it's like pretty much over and then you're like, I got to go fucking clean all this up. But of all the, I wouldn't even call it like a disaster, but if you're going to, you know, in the pantheon of like hurricane, tornado, earthquake, fucking forest fire, blizzard, it's like blizzard at every time, every time blizzard. It's like, you don't have to run away or anything. You just, just stay in your house. That's all you, it's like the coronavirus of disasters. (laughs) 
all you need to do to survive this blizzard is stay on your fucking couch till it's over. Yeah. You don't got to go down your basement or, or I don't even, you know, flee your house or anything. It's like, just stay where you are and, and then go out and shovel it all up, which is the sucky part. True. Right. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't have to deal with that anymore. <laughs> I also don't have to deal with that. I think I, I think I don't have to deal with it either now. I think I have a, a little neighbor boy that does it now. So Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Make the children do it. Yeah. They go on the, the neighborhood Facebook group, and then you're like, yeah, all right, 50 bucks, come shovel it all out. And it's like, cool. Oh, fuck, I would, yeah, I'd gladly pay $50 not to do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Worth it. That's incredible. I love that. All right. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about? Not really. I mean, we talked about a lot. It went by really fast. Yeah. This was yeah. great. I don't know how long your show is. I mean, I could talk all night, so it's not like, yeah. I don't want yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Thank you so yeah. much, Tim. Thank you so this much was for awesome. coming on. Nice for having me. I had a blast. Yeah. So that was our chat with Tim. I hope yeah. you guys liked it. Um, You can find Tim Banal on his website and also his show at banalofamerica.com. We highly recommend his show and definitely hope to have him on again in the future. Uh, he's a really fucking cool guy. Hell yeah. Yeah. In the meantime, you can find all of our other episodes as well as our merch at yourbrainonweird.com. Our Twitter is at weird underscore pod. And you can send all of your weird stories to yourbrainonweird.com. Just kidding. To yourbrainonweird at gmail.com. <laughs> well, to be fair, you can also go to yourbrainonweird.com and submit your stories. That's true. You can do both of them. We made it very easy for you. <laughs> so please send us your stories. I want to hear them. Yes, please. Well, uh, once again, I'm Sam. I'm Jess. And this has been Your Brain on Weird. Goodbye. Bye. Don't forget to hydrate today. Do it. Go get water. Right now. We'll know. Hydrate or die.